Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hello, 24 Carat Tribe. How are you today? Hello, peeps. Okay, we are super excited. We have um, Brittany on today. She, so again, another person I met on social media, which is just crazy. She um, has an organization called Strategy Girl. It's an organization towards working to advance young women, to have conversations around leadership, ambition, and community building. And so welcome, Brittany. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited, and social media is wonderful for this exact reason that we got to meet um, and then I get to chat with you today. I know. We're just so excited about that. So um, tell us a little bit how you started Strategy Girl and your passion behind it. Absolutely. So I started Strategy Girl. It really was born out of the work that I do working with um, high school and college-aged women. So I help students um, navigate their college search as well as apply to college um, and then look for internships and kind of navigate their early career. And one of the things that I began noticing was that girls and young women just weren't Know, leading in the ways that I knew that they could. Um, there was a lot of a lot of anxiety. Um, just a lot of things that made me think back to my experience when I was that age. Um, the other thing that really stood out was just this lack of collaboration among the young women that I was working with. And feeling like you know their goals were it was a competition, um, and that really struck a with me and I am a big reader you know I read a lot about like adolescent girls and you know how do we raise girls to be confident Mm -hmm. and you know believe in themselves and really you know pursue their passions and what's true to them Um, and I kept coming back to this point about collaboration Um, and then again just thinking to my own experience I felt like even in my life today you know, as an adult, I didn't have a lot of women that I felt like I collaborated with and that, you know, mm-hmm. I lifted up or lifted me up um, mm-hmm. as I was working toward my goals. And so Strategy Girl you know, really just started off as a blog was kind of my way to, you know, very casually at first <laughs> move into that space um, and try to do something about it. And so we really just started it by know interviewing amazing women who you know had beliefs that were similar to mine um and mainly that they believed in collaboration over competition um and wanted to just you know highlight their careers and what they were doing and have them help spread the message of the importance of collaboration but also serve just as a general inspiration for you know what young women could think about doing with their lives um so that's really where we started and kind of how it was born so Brittany. What what do you think is the reason why, I mean, is there something moms can be doing that we're not doing that is not showing our girls how to collaborate or where is that jealousy coming from or what is missing mm-hmm. that you think yeah. that we could change that? I think a 
lot of it starts with schools, like mm, the yeah. the way schools are set up and structured. I think parents actually overwhelmingly and generally do a really good job. A right. lot of them, or we all try, right? Yeah. yeah, to do the best that we can and encourage our our daughters, especially to kind of you know to go for it. Right. Um, but schools very early on because teaching is teaching hasn't changed. In yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, school is exactly how it was when I went today, probably from when you went to school. Oh my gosh, um, yeah. It, 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 it hasn't changed. It hasn't Why changed. is that? I know. <laughs> we need to change, change that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I don't have an answer to that. <laughs> but girls, I think, sometimes get lost in the shuffle. And because yeah. girls are so goal-oriented, they're so amazing in that way. Yeah. From a very young age, they can kind of like self-monitor. You know, you never have to tell them to do their homework. They always do their homework. They want to get those A's, right? <laughs> they yeah. sit in class, but somewhere along the line, it becomes a competition. Yeah, and, and then you see it go all the way through adulthood, which is so frustrating because you get to our or my age, and you're like, why are we still competing with one another? Why is it? not okay to collaborate, you know? Yeah. I mean, you see it in everything. You see it with beauty standards. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. just, like, with, with school. It's, yeah. it's this whole mentality of competition, and I think it's really damaging. So I think one thing that parents can do is, mm-hmm. you know, encourage teamwork, encourage yeah. group work, encourage our daughters and our sons, too, right, um, to, to just think about, how much more you can achieve mm-hmm. when you get help and when you help other people because that's collaboration. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. I think helping people is such a, a, a big piece. And I, I don't know that not that everybody has that like gene, you know, not everybody mm-hmm. has the helpful gene, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, instilling that early on to make it not about you, yeah. but share your life, with, yeah. you know, letting your kids go out and serve others, I think helps with maybe, feeling that right. partnership. Yeah. Being able to share ideas. And I know that even with us working, you know, on this podcast, um, we just did an anniversary episode and we were talking about how, you know, we've had to collaborate and, and be good with Phyllis's ideas and my ideas. And, and it, and that isn't, doesn't always come naturally. So I think, you know, you can probably raise a kid that you want them to collaborate, but then they still feel insecure when there's competition that happens because parents can tend, I'm just from my opinion, parents can tend to go, well, my kid has a blah, 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 you know? Well, I think, um, Brittany, you said that when we do a really good job of like focusing on our girls to Mm -hmm. be goal oriented and do the best they can do. But I think we're missing the point of, it's also about other people too, not Mm -hmm. just the accolades of what the, what your individual child does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we do live in a very achievement-oriented oh, yeah. culture yeah. and world. And world, so naturally, and you do want to be successful. Of success course, is a good thing. But yeah, you can be successful and lift others up. Yes. while you go along, and I think that's the skill that is. It doesn't feel natural. I agree with you to everyone because mm-hmm. you have to kind of let someone step on your back sometimes. Yeah. So they, so they rise. Right? Yeah. And that doesn't feel good. Right. Yeah. And you got to take a, a, yeah, you got to take a back seat and then, you know, let somebody else shine. It's if you're not used to doing that, it's a sense of humility. Yeah. 
Well, and it's hard when you don't get recognition. You know, I think that's, I think in, in, in the, I mean, in the corporate world, you know, that, you know, obviously people are doing things because they want recognition or sometimes want promotion. And so, um, you know, when you're a helper, so we were kind of joking cause I'm a two on the Enneagram, which is the helper. So I am very much a connector. I like to help people. And often that can feel more like being used. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, you know, I don't, I don't get any recognition at all. And that can be really frustrating. And so I think a lot of times when women, um, compete they they feel that like well gosh I mean I have helped all these people and there's no recognition for me mm-hmm. yeah absolutely it's a tough balance mm-hmm. um, but it's something that with like with anything if you if you can work on it um it can be a really powerful powerful tool in your life mm-hmm so tell us a little bit about some of the the women within strategy, the young women within Strategy Girl, and how they're how they're how they're changing that. How are they working towards um, you know moving it towards being more collaborative? I think there's a lot of ways, and so one of the I guess call it the primary ways um, that I'm seeing young women really come together is. Through or through organizations, not just like mm-hmm. Strategy Girls. This isn't a plug of Strategy Girls. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually a member of one of them, so I'm a member of um, a co-working space in the city. They have locations, I think, everywhere now. Um, that's mm-hmm. all. That's all women, um, and it's very collegial. It's a. It's an environment specifically for women who want to engage with other women and support them in all of their endeavors. Um, and I found that groups like that are not. Just just co-working spaces, but forums online, um, online communities, you know, clubs on college campuses, mm. clubs in high schools. I think girls and young women um, are really realizing that they can do amazing things when they come together and, mm. and work together. And so we're seeing just a lot more more spaces emerge that bring people together to do exactly that. And I think that that's awesome. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that. We have a, a group over here, one of the local high schools does, it's called One Heart to Another. Mm-hmm. And they've done a lot of stuff for nonprofits. And I think when you can get people to start helping other people, yeah. then it causes that collaboration She's to happen. She's all yeah. about make, having the high school girls get together once a week. They do little projects and then they talk about issues and mm-hmm. things. And I think... Um, the philanthropy part of what um, she does. It's Pam McKenna, just a shout out to her. And she does an amazing job of uh, really nurturing these high school girls and showing them how helping others really benefits them. And uh, she has highlighted each high school girl that's graduating this year every day on her Instagram, which I think is so sweet. And so, yeah. And then I, my web designer, also, you were talking about the co-working space for women. My web designer has a place in the city in San Francisco that's all women uh, called The Wing. Mm. And I went and visited that. And it that's is the one I remember. Okay, cool. Yeah. And it's super, yeah, I was, yeah, it's amazing. Right? I was they like, like oh, they day. have, uh, they have mm-hmm. a restaurant. Mm-hmm. They have, they have coffee, they, you know, they have all these things oh, available. Right. They have separate rooms for, if you need to have privacy, right. if you're podcasting, right. you could go into a closed, it looks like a little phone booth. And it's just a little area where you can do your own thing in there, or you can sit at a big table, or you can reserve um, like a conference room. Mm-hmm. 
And so, yeah, it's pretty cool. I was really impressed when I went up there and thought this is a really neat idea to because they do have meetings like uh, afterwards where people go and speak and everyone comes to listen. So, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I think that's a new thing um, that women are doing that is that's one way to get together, too. So, yeah, I'm seeing more and more of that just even, you know, on social media spaces Mm -hmm. where people are just really wanting to help each other out, you know, and get that person to the next level and, and not so much competition. I see it a lot. Like I see it a lot outside of corporate, but I feel like inside of corporate it's, they're still stuck there. So I guess like, I guess maybe, I don't even know if this is, if you have an answer for this, but how do you advise young women when they're stepping out of college into a corporate environment where maybe in college they were getting that collaboration and then they step into this corporate environment and they've got all this competition. I mean, what would you advise them on how to, um, you know, find, Mm -hmm. get past that? Yeah, it's tough. And I mean, certain organizations, companies, organizations, um, operate really differently and Mm -hmm. have very different cultures. Right. And so those more cutthroat, like big corporate America, um, type organizations, a lot of them do have affinity groups that you can join. Um, so I work with a lot of consultants, um, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, women at <laughs> type yeah. groups. Um, and, and even HR, even HR teams are running, um, you know, seminars for women to really come together and speak openly and honestly about any type of issues that they're experiencing at work or just how the culture is you know, making them sort of feel. But I think that the best thing that women, young women especially, can do is to first just, like, recognize how where they work makes them feel, right? Yeah. Um, And not to kind of brush those feelings underneath the rug because being happy in your career is really important. (laughs) And I think that, like, where you work and the type of culture that you're best fit is something that you kind of have to hash out you know, when you have your first couple of jobs. And I think just speaking up and not feeling like, a lot of times I found that young women feel like they're alone in their mm, struggles. Yeah. That was one of the other reasons that I started Strategy Girls, but we all experience the same things. You're not, a list to spread also the message that, you know, you're not alone in what you're feeling and right. what you're experiencing. There are other women that have been there, other women that are going through what you're going through right now. And so I think just not seeing it as a failure if you're struggling with anything, especially with maybe even feeling that there's like competition between people that you want to be friends with, just talking about it and being open um, and opening up a space for those conversations. I feel like that's one of the only ways we're really going to move forward on these types of issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think speaking about it, and I think that's a really tough thing. I, I know that, you know, in my younger years, I always felt like I was inexperienced because of my age, yet there was a lot of things that I was super experienced about, you know, that other people that were older than me and been in the business longer didn't know. And so I think sometimes young women tend to disvalue the amount of information and, you know, um, content that they can share with a team, especially if you're walking into a team with, you know, women who are senior of you, you know. So I think, I do think saying something is hard when you're younger. I don't know. That's just me. I think it's been, I think when I was younger, it was hard. It takes time to like kind of have that conversation. 
So do you think, Brittany, yeah. it's good to find mentors in college to start that process so that you have like people to go to when you do start that job um, that you can... Absolutely. Yeah. Do yeah, absolutely. I mean, mentors are also, even you're in, so you'll have, you'll have your formal mentors at work. You might have mentors outside of work. You might even your supervisor sometimes at work if you have mm-hmm. yearly, quarterly, you know, whatever, feedback reviews. Um, you know, you can bring, you should, and you should try your best to not be scared to bring up uh, maybe that you feel like, you know, I would, I would love to speak up in meetings more, but this is how I'm feeling. Like, how can you help me learn how to, you know, kind of get over that hurdle? You know, mm-hmm. Did you ever go through that? You know, what did you do? Yeah. So getting people to open up and just share their experience. But again, mentorship is that two-way street of conversation. So, and at some companies, you have to seek it out. So, unfortunately, we don't have, like, a corporate culture like automatically puts mentorship in place for everyone. I mean, that could be kind of cool. I've never really worked in corporate America. I've only worked in higher education and then, you know, now independently. Um, But I feel like everyone needs someone to sort of help them navigate those early years. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, I agree. It's just, it's, it's necessary and, you know, you're not always the person that's sort of like the new person or the youngest person. And I think that mentorship early on also helps create more mentors later in life. People that right. see the value in it and then want to give back. And that creating that, that loop um, is really good. Yeah. Sure. So what is the biggest obstacle you see from young women just leaving college as far as career-wise? I think there's a lot. <laughs> and I think everyone's different. You know, yeah. everyone experiences their first years of work differently. I actually, I don't think I've ever told anyone this, but I think I <laughs> We bring that out in the Wait, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to bring it out in you. Um, as someone that's a career coach, I usually don't say this. Um, I think I, I don't think I know. Full disclosure, only lasted at my first job, which was more like an internship, for a grand total of about two days. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, um, and I still, up in, I mean, even now I cringe when I think about that because it, it stands out to me as such a failure, right? Mm. Um, like, how did I not <laughs> pull, pull that one off? And... I think that one of the things that I don't know how I developed this, probably from my mom, because she's a really just like open and honest um, and kind of like lives out her truth type of person. Um, I think a mistake, I'm going to tie this all together, that young women particularly can make because of a fear of failure um, is not being honest and saying, you know, this role is not for me. Like, I need to get out of this. Or or even worse, staying in a role Mm. um, or a work situation that is not appropriate or Mm. a good fit or helping them grow because they fear that it will look like a failure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that is like a huge, a huge problem that it's okay Mm. 
to actually make a make mistakes early on. If, yeah, you should make some. Yeah, I yeah. would say it's a it's necessary to make those mistakes. Yeah. So I'm going to give you grace on your two day job. I'm going to say that wasn't a failure. That was a great learning lesson mm-hmm. because look where you are now. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, and so. I think it helps you guide your path. You know, I. So full disclosure, I actually went to work for, I quit this great job one time and went to work at this financial planning firm. And can I just say that was the most boring job I <laughs> ever had in my life? One, I don't even like math, so I don't even know why I took the job. <laughs> but, oh you know, gosh. it was one of those things where I felt like a failure too, because I had left this great job and then yeah. went to another job and then it didn't work out and I had to quit and I was like but you have a right to change your mind that's what I think uh, we need to release so that goes back to you know for anybody listening that's a mom of young girls like getting ready to go to college and stuff as we have this um, thing in our head that we want our daughters to succeed and be this perfect Mm -hmm. you know linear child that just shoots up to the stars and the fact is, is that some of your failures are your best lessons. So it's okay if what you have dreamed of your whole life all of a sudden is not your dream mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. And you get in there and you think, I really hate this. I don't like it. Right. You can, ch- even if you had a degree in something, like you can change your mind and and start mm-hmm. all over. That's what your young youth is for. <laughs> so please do it when you're young. <laughs> yeah. Quit as many jobs as you want when you're young. They're, that's not a good advice. But. Yeah. You want to be doing that at 50, but. Uh. <laughs> And also just following your own path. Yeah. Uh, not what your parents want. Not your career yeah. isn't going to be a ladder. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a path. And mm-hmm. that, you know, you can make changes and it's a winding road. And you really need to try to make your decisions based on what's in your heart. And yeah. It also should be a little bit based on your skills and your yeah. strengths. Right. Yeah. I think sometimes it's good to to follow down that road but not making decisions based on you know what other people think or what other people Mm -hmm. want you to do or what looks you know what looks good right Mm -hmm. like you know working at the big name brand or firm I mean it's just not it's not a good mindset to get too stuck to early Mm -hmm. on because as you learn later in life, you know, that stuff just doesn't matter as right. much as that you really are enjoying what you're doing. You're around good people. You do good work, maybe even work that helps other people. I mm-hmm. think I think I'm seeing today, and I think that this is awesome. I did not have this in my head as a teenager or even early in my 20s. With, I'm seeing just so many young women especially who really want like mission driven careers yeah. and want to do work that okay. matters and yeah. I, think that that, I don't know how that change came about or maybe it was just me living with my bubble <laughs> but I I think that that is like I'm really trying to encourage that yeah. um, that to go with that if there's something you really care about you right. know even if it's not the most lucrative career exactly yeah, and I think that I think that's this generation in general just from what I'm seeing is that they want to be passionate mm-hmm. about what they're doing and yeah, if it pays money, awesome, but right. if you know that they're also they want to do it because they love it. And and I have two very different daughters, Brittany and one of them, and you know, she just got done with her um 
she just got her degree and then the other my other daughter is 16 and she loves to like bake and cook and I'm trying to really encourage her like let's take a look at that and see what what that looks like for you because it doesn't necessarily mean that every kid every kid that you have is going to go to a four-year university Mm -hmm. and do that right or Mm -hmm. a corporate job yeah Mm -hmm. it could be that they end up in some sort of trade and I think parents I think as parents, they do a disservice because mm. they have these expectations, and a mm. lot of times parents are trying to live vicariously through. I didn't. Do I would this. say all the time parents are trying to live <laughs> vicariously. But, I mean, you know, you I if see you, that quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, I bet you do. Yeah, you're like I didn't get to go to this university, so apply there. <laughs> and, My brother's actually a chef. So he and I have oh, very different, you know, yeah. very, very different paths through yeah. our education and our career. And, you know, it really, it really suits him. Super creative. Yeah. To do something that he loves. He's worked for amazing organizations, met, like, so many really cool people. I mean, his job is so much cooler. <laughs> so much more glamorous. <laughs> but, um, I really respected my parents for that. And I didn't really know, maybe like get it or notice it so much until I was more like an adult adult um, that they encouraged us always to, you know, follow what we like. Like yeah. they were just super positive and always were like, okay, like you want to try this out? Like, how can I, how yeah. can I help you, you know, work on that pad, not do it for you, right. but how can I support you along the way? Yeah, I think that's important. I had a little bit of a, hum, I kind of swallowed humble pie uh, when my daughter was in kindergarten, my youngest. She was a November baby, so she, we put her in kinder. She was a little early to be in kindergarten, but we put her, when she got to first grade, she just was struggling. And I remember thinking like, I, I don't want to do this to her. I don't want to do this because mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed of the mm-hmm. fact that she's going to do kinder again, mm-hmm. you know? And I just remember from that point forward, kind of going, I don't want them to live by this, like, mm-hmm. oh, this you have world. to do this for me, mm-hmm. you know, um, I want you to be this or that. And I see so many parents doing that, like, they over put their kids in too many activities mm-hmm. and they're in every dance class and every mm-hmm. soccer team and every, you know. Because they want all the accolades. Right. But, yeah. And I just think if we give them a little bit of room to breathe, yeah. that they're able to figure out, like, who they really are. Yeah. Yeah. I have so much to say about that. <laughs> that might be a part two. You know, the overactivity, the child. Yeah. yeah. I see how that ends up. And I, my favorite activity with some of the younger students that I work with is, you know, go outside. Yeah. Read a book. Yeah. Hang out. Spend time with love with loved ones. Yeah. Right. We've been learning that lesson yeah. now, huh? <laughs> yeah, like just chill and Yeah. And, and I, this is me giving advice that I absolutely can't even take myself, but um just that time for doing nothing. Yeah. I think we have a generation mm-hmm. of people today that cannot do nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you need that time yeah. to like absolutely. be introspective and just think about life and Yeah. That's a, it, it's something that it's hard to do, but yeah, pretty, it's necessary. Pretty yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think it's, I was kind of laughing because, you know, they, uh, we got a notice from the high school that said they're not going to be using ACTs or SATs for the next like three or four years or something. And I was like thinking about like yeah. all these parents who like 
we're you have to have a perfect SAT ACT yeah. score, you know. And it's like, <laughs> not anymore. Not, oops. <laughs> COVID anymore. changed not that. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny. That, no, we're we're uh, riding the wave of that change out here too. Yeah, you know, we're waiting to see if that's going to. I mean, the, your higher ed systems decisions impact the whole country. So mm-hmm. we're gonna, see, we're gonna yeah. see what happens. And hopefully, hopefully, students and parents don't go. Oh well, now I need to be like even more spectacular. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Things. That's... I'm not gonna submit test scores, and less is like how many times have you heard someone tell you less is more? Yeah, less yeah. is more in some ways. It's um, funny that you say that though, because I was talking to my daughter who's older now, and she, I when I told her, hey, they don't have to do SATs mm-hmm. anymore, and she said, oh, they'll they'll lift the the rise in something else where they're gonna have to like yeah. do something else that's crazy right. to get into these colleges, and I was like. Oh, he just busted my bubble. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's yeah. right. Like, I feel like they're going to raise the bar on something else and the kids are going to be stressed out again. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I'm blown away by how stressed out these high school students are. And my heart always just hurts because it's like, I mean, they already go to school for eight hours a day and then they mm-hmm. come home and they've got six hours mm-hmm. of homework and then they're supposed to do sports and they're supposed to... And you're supposed to sit quietly right. too. <laughs> and you're supposed to take AP <laughs> classes and get perfect scores on yeah. ACT. I mean, I, I just... My mom my mom told me this one thing one time that her grandmother told her, told her and she said, they're going to have to work for the rest of their life, so let them enjoy a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just such great advice. Mm-hmm. And so I always try to remember that when I get into that mindset of like, oh my gosh, she's got to do more. She's mm-hmm. got to do more. I'm like, she's going to work she's for the good. rest of her yeah, life. She's good so, right where she is. Oh my uh-huh. goodness. Well, one last question for you. And this is um, our standard question. What would you tell your 22 year old self? Oh, this is a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> Hang in there. Hang in there. Hang in there. No, um, <laughs> No, I guess more seriously, um, I think that I would just, I don't think I have like a single piece of advice for myself, but I would encourage my 22-year-old self um, to keep doing what I was doing, but to be a little bit more, I think, compassionate Mm. for myself Mm. Um, and just realize that like everyone's on their own path right yeah and like we talked about a little bit earlier you know failure is inevitable and you know the decisions that you make or that I was making you know at that time in my life were the ones that I needed to make for Mm -hmm. you know whatever for whatever reasons um but I definitely feel like I needed to probably would have benefited from being just a little bit more like compassionate towards myself and understanding mm. um, and just encouraging that, you know, things are gonna, things are gonna work out. And that's yeah. something that I try to, I try to also tell the students that I work with and the girls that I meet through strategy girl. And, you know, I think especially the high achievers, you know, you can be really hard on yeah. yourself too. Yeah. Um, and it's important to, and that's the nice thing about collaboration and kind of having a, having a girl gang, having a mm-hmm. team, having a crew, whatever you <laughs> a want. A tribe. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, your tribe um, is because when you have that, you know, those, those people are going to help 
they're going to help keep you in check and they're also going to give you you know the comfort and the support that you need because sometimes we don't show ourselves very much compassion that's so yeah, true that is so true and it's funny because we have that conversation all the time like we know what we're good at and and that's one thing that i've as a recovering a type i've had to learn is like i can't be good at everything so some things i just have to delegate so that I can do the best that I can at what the skills I've been, you know, blessed with. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, yeah, thank you so much for this wonderful conversation. It was so nice chatting with you and thank you for joining us. We hope to have you on again soon at some point and 24 where, where can we, Oh, where can we find you? Where, I'm so sorry. I, where can we find you? Where can you find me? Um, uh, strategy girl website which i can share a link for i'm also a really great connector on instagram um, as well as linkedin for those more professional (laughs) Um, but i love to get you know direct messages we take um we take inquiries on the strategy girl website like with career questions or college or search questions stuff like that and we try to um, you know, put out posts or articles um, that help provide um, answers and sort of advice. So would love to connect with people there and, and uh, be of help if I can. And thank you so much for having me. It was really nice, really nice chatting. And um, I appreciate the time. Thank you. Yeah, yeah no, it was great we, to have you. Yeah, we are so glad that we had you on. And 24 Carat Tribe, thank you so much for joining us today. Please follow us on Instagram on 24 Carat Conversations Podcast. We have a new Facebook group, so go check that out as well. It's 24 Carat Conversations. And until next time, 24 Carat Tribe, sparkle on. Bye, peace. Bye.